Aim a Little Higher podcast, episode 12. It's the Sunday address. I think we went with Sunday address in the end, right? Yes. Sunday like address. Like the Queen's speech. Like the, it's the Sunday address, like the Queen's speech. Basically, there's a message that we've got. It's not answering a question, but it's really important and it's Sunday anyway. So here we go with the intro. You're locked into Aim a Little Higher podcast, where we interview inspirational individuals every Monday and Wednesday and answer your questions every Saturday to help turn your potential into result results. I know you're going to dig this. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Kamal Hyman, here with the Sunday Address. And I am joined, as usual, by the lovely... Eliza Doyle. Hi, guys. Also, I apologise about my throat today. <laughs> It's very, very sore. <laughs> in the studio with the flu. Yes. So for this episode, we want to go in a slightly different direction, right? Rather than answer um, one of your questions, I want to reflect back on this week because I went to a school up in Stoke-on-Trent. Um, <laughs> so yeah, shout out to the Cooperative Academy in Stoke-on-Trent and also uh, to Harrow High School. Now, what was really interesting about this week is that students got their mock results back, uh, GCSE mocks. Oh. And yeah... How was your mock results there? Really bad, to be honest with you. Yeah. Awful. Mine wasn't great. Mine wasn't great. Like, I... I, The best way to put it is my mock results did not represent me properly. And mm. I think that's fair for most of the students I saw. They felt their mocks didn't represent them properly. Um, in fact, one of the teachers is, like, amazing. Um, they got the year 11s in to the big hall, got their envelopes, and all the students opened their envelopes to get their results. And what she did in the first envelope is she put them their target grades. So you open it thinking they had their target grades. Oh, that's evil. <laughs> and then oh. they got a second envelope with their real results. Oh, I not like that. Which obviously works because they're target grades. Now, it sounds really harsh, yeah. but what I sort of liked about it is I think it was a perfect wake-up call. Um, mm. the, the way I see mock results is it's just it's like your warning. I think your mocks, they're not telling you what you're going to get your GCSEs. I think what they're telling you is if you approach your GCSEs in the same way you approach your mocks, if you continue how you've been, you know, um, the same level of effort you've been going with, this is what's going to happen on results day. Uh, it's sort of like a car engine light, you know. If I'm, if I'm driving my car and a warning light comes on, what it's telling me is if I keep driving and don't do something about it, eventually my car's going to explode. You know what I mean? Something's going to go wrong with my car, so go and get it fixed. And that's all your mocks are. So I don't want you to get too disheartened by them, but I do want you to get annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say get annoyed by them. But um, I wouldn't say um, get upset by them. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I got majority Ds in my mocks. And 100%, it is because you do not look at your mocks the same way as you look at your GCSEs. Mm -hmm. I looked at my mocks as, okay, it's an exam, just like we have end-of-term exams, but it's not my GCSE. My life does not depend on these grades. So you didn't take the mocks as seriously as you should have? No way, and I don't think anyone does. I think, fair enough, we take them as exams, and if you do well in exams, or if you take every exam seriously, then obviously... You, you you take that seriously as well. But I do not think anyone takes their mock GCSEs as serious as their actual GCSEs. I don't I don't think they do. Because why would they? I wouldn't. I haven't. 
So before, for, so for you, your attitude was literally, it's just the market doesn't really matter and kind of went, went through the motions of it. Yeah, of not, yeah, not saying that it doesn't matter, but saying that it's not going to change my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, I'll do a little bit of revision here. I'll do a little bit of revision there. But at the end of the day, they're just my marks. So what do you, did the mock results mean when they're on that paper in front of you? What do they mean? Because for me... That was my sort of wake-up call that, mm. oh, snap, I don't want this to happen on the real results day. A hundred percent, I think it is a wake-up call. Um, I think we don't understand necessarily how hard exams may be. Also, I think sometimes teachers can say, oh, make sure you revise this subject because this might come up um, when we get to our end-of-term exams, whereas in our GCSEs that doesn't necessarily happen. So yes, it is a wake-up call. It's not the same as every exam. It's very different. Um, but I didn't look at them as the be-all and end-all of my life. I didn't look at them as, oh, well, this is how hard I'm, I'm going to try for my GCSEs. I knew I had to try harder, mm-hmm. but it was a little reminder that I did have to try harder, I guess. So yes, it is a wake-up call, but it's not probably as much as a wake-up call for you. Like, it was more of a wake-up call for you, sorry, than yeah. it was for me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So for me, my attitude was towards it is, yeah, I didn't really take my mocks as seriously as GCSEs 100%. But I think what happened on those results day and bringing those results home to my parents and looking back on it, I was just like, what if like I actually got this on my GCSE results day? Mm. And it scared me, you know? And yeah. my, I had a conversation with my dad where you know, he basically said, you know, from now on, C's are crap, B's are better, A's are acceptable. And I was like, mm. whoa, that's harsh. But what it did is it changed my standards and I went back into school with a bit of a, a different attitude. Because what you've got to realise, guys, is you've only got like 60 school days left before your GCSE start. Mm. That's it, like 60 school days. I don't say that to scare you, but I say that to show you that you've actually got enough time. You know, if there's a result that you saw, you didn't really didn't like it. 60 days, and that's school days, so not including weekends, not including holidays, that's just days at school. That's enough to sort of ask the questions that need to be asked, talk to your teacher and say, what points do I need to improve on? So, yeah, don't be, don't let it get you down and be like, no, I'm a failure, I can't believe I failed my mocks because yeah. it's not that deep, but it is saying, okay, if I continue with this attitude and I enter my G- real GCSEs the same actually and my mocks in, not going to be an amazing day. Also, for me, there's always going to be those subjects that you might be good at and those subjects that you might be awful at. Um, and also within those subjects, so you may have you may have got a D like I did. I know that in some of those questions I got full marks, but I also know in some of those questions I got zero marks out of four. Mm. So don't apply. Really look through your paper. Ask your teacher or look up why you got questions certain questions wrong, and spend more time on those now in your revision. Massively. Massively. Don't ignore the rest of the stuff because if you ignore the rest of the stuff and you don't look over it before your GCSEs, you will forget about it. Um, but make sure you apply more attention to those ones that you do get stuck on, to those subjects that you do get more stuck on. Um, yeah, I think that's the beauty of the mocks. They, they're at your school. You know, They haven't been yeah. sent off to exam boards and that kind of thing. They're literally at your school. Your teacher has them. So go and ask. Can I see it? Can I see what I messed up on? And then, yeah, like Eliza's saying steer your revision in that direction so you spend more time with the things you struggle on but still you know refresh your memory the stuff you're good at just to make sure you stay sharp on it but 100 percent. and 
for me, what I did is I reflected on, cool, what habits do I have right now that could stop me getting the grades that I want? Um, and for me, it was three. One, it was turn up late to lessons. I used to bop in late, five, ten minutes late to every lesson, like, yo, what's up? Sorry, there was a dolphin in the road I was trying to save and the poles weren't deep enough. Just all these dumb excuses to try and get a cheap laugh, right? But then I realised, cool, five, ten minutes late to a lesson might not be a big deal. But doing that to every lesson, every day of the week, every week of the month, month of the year, I was like, okay, I'm missing out on a fair bit of education. Let me start turning up on time. So that just means I stopped having stupid conversations in the corridors, you know, and I just got to my lesson. For me, it was more about skiving. I mean, I strongly dislike that word, but skiving the lessons I didn't like or I wasn't good at because we avoid what I do. Um, I avoid lessons that I'm not good at because I do not want to be put in that situation where a teacher says to me, what's the answer to this question? And I don't know, it's embarrassing. So to me, I'd ignore it. I'd pretend mm. it wasn't there. I wouldn't go and that would be the end. That's not the best attitude to have at all and it will reflect themselves in your grades. Mm. As in you might get no grade at all. Um, yes, okay, 100% turning up to the lessons and it isn't good maybe go home so if you don't understand that lesson and you don't like getting asked questions to me i i i can't turn around to you and say go in and love that lesson because mm -hmm. i would be lying to you but make sure you reflect doing that work at home because yes it's embarrassing going in there not knowing what it is but the only person that's gonna lose at the end of the day is you so please make sure you go home and learn yes teach yourself and it's much less embarrassing than a teacher turning around to you asking you what the question is and you not knowing and you will learn everything because you're in control of it if you go through a book and you say oh i don't know what this is i'm going to sit down and learn it yes it takes up your time but it's because you've made the decision to say actually it's really me embarrassing going into this class so please make sure that you then make the decision to say I'm going to teach myself. And I know some people will say, I don't know why your ego's so big. I don't know why that's embarrassing. You need to turn up to class. It's for you. It's not for anyone else. I agree with you. Yes, it is embarrassing. Yes, your ego does get dented. Everyone has an ego. Some people can just deal with it better. I couldn't at all. But you need to reflect that in the work that you do at home. No one needs to know how much work you do at home. You don't need to say, oh, I spent eight hours doing work. You can say, eight, I spent eight hours watching TV to everyone else. But you need to spend like that time that you may have spent in lesson looking over that work. Because everybody else that's in that lesson still has that time at home. So please, please take that. And I know so many people that are affected by their egos. <laughs> and as one of them, I needed to do that work at home. Yeah, interesting approach because, yeah, and what's good is that you've got, again, two different types of answers because Liza's saying if you do get embarrassed by it, cool, go home, make up for that time. Me, I'm saying get over it. <laughs> like, you've got 60 days left. That's it. After these 60 days, you, when you put that final exam paper down, you will never have to study a subject you don't want to again in your life. Like, you choose what, what um, A-levels you do, you choose your college course, you it's all up to you and it's amazing. And it's not saying that I disagree with Kamal at all. I am just saying that in my mind, I couldn't get over it because at my life at that moment, although my GCSEs were very important, 
so was my ego, so was the way that people looked at me, maybe people fancy me, how many friends I had, parties I was invited to, not necessarily just my GCSEs. Mm. And that's my honest truth. When I was in year 11, no, it wasn't. And still to this day, of course, me taking exams is not the most important thing in my life. But they do decide the rest of your life. Your friends don't. And the amount of friends that I talk to from year 11 is very, very few. <laughs> so please true. don't let them decide the rest for you. But I can understand that it affects you. So please just do the work at home. Maybe not on a Saturday night. But make sure on that Saturday night you go, oh, okay, I'm going to take five, six hours to go out where actually I could be doing work. So take that and say, but on Sunday, I'll I'll revise for those six hours. Yeah, make up that time. For real. So yeah, just be flexible with it. And again, with this whole being embarrassed thing, I know sometimes it's embarrassing to put your hand up and ask the question, but I guarantee in that same class, there are at least five or 10 other people who have the same question and are also too embarrassed to ask. So yeah, cool. You have to be that person. You put your hand up. You ask the question. You look silly for 30 seconds. But if you don't ask the question, you look silly forever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, just ask. And if you're shy of asking the lesson, hang about for a few minutes after school. Your teachers, for these next 60 days, they're your coaches. Their job, what they get paid to do, is to help you get the best result possible. So stay behind. Ask the questions. Like, that's what they're there for. And can I just say, you may think that a teacher's against you marking down your papers. That may be true, but I promise you, those teachers need you to get good grades. Not down to you, not because necessarily they really care what you get, purely for them. Because if they get bad grades, if you're going to get a bad grade, they're the one that's going to get hauled into the headmaster's office at the end of the day, not you. They'll get questioned by the governors of the school, not you. Yes, you'll walk away with a bad grade, but the teachers need you to get good ones. So I promise you, they are there for you. 100%. And, and then there will be some who genuinely yeah, do want to see you, absolutely. see you achieve. But if you think that there's that one or one teacher that may not be there for you... We all have that one teacher. We yeah. yeah. <laughs> your grades need to be good for them. Just like your grade needs to be good for you, your grade needs to be good for them. Yeah, sort of saying they've got a vested interest in, in helping you. So please yeah. take advantage of that and ask questions, okay? And I think the the other thing was um, <laughs> we've all got that group of friends that if we work with them, we know no work is getting done that day. We know we're going to sit there, chat about football on the weekend, gossip about other people. I don't know, you know, you're just going to have fun in that lesson. For these next 60 days, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to say to your friends, like, guys, I love you, but I love my future more and, like, I need to move seats. I did it in mass. I moved from the back of the class to the front of the class, right underneath the teacher's nose. I hated doing that, but do you know what? I learned so much more and I got it. So, and tell your friends, like, you'll see them at playtime. At playtime? Or break time. Or, or break time if you're cool. <laughs> but um, <laughs> seriously, like... Me and Kamal have a very different approach on this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamal would say surround yourself with people that are getting higher grades than you because it will have an effect on you. Hang around with the eagles, stay away from the chickens, definitely. I, I agree with that, but I also know that at school, again, very irritating. I did not want to surround myself with someone cleverer than me because it made me feel stupid on a daily basis. What I do agree with with Kamal is yes, you need to make sure that in that lesson, your friends aren't stopping you from getting your work done. 
because it is irritating. And I sat next to someone who was in my ear 24 seven, who would sit there and go, oh yeah, I don't, rev- I didn't revise for the exam. I'm not gonna revise for the exam next week, blah, blah, blah. Believe me, she went home and revised that exam. Because the, <laughs> the next time we got our grades back, I was like, what did you get? She was like, oh, it's not very good. It's not very good. Then the teacher would turn around and say, oh, three top people in the class. And one of them was the girl sitting next to me. And I was like, oh, so you didn't go home and revise. You didn't do that. You didn't revise at all for this she exam. She was lying. Believe me, everyone <laughs> has their own egos. Everyone is invested in themselves. If someone tells you not they're not revising, they are lying to you. They are revising. They are doing that work that they may distract you from in class. They understand that work that they are distracting you from in class. So make sure that you do the work. I wouldn't say you have to surround yourself with people that are getting A stars because I find that irritating. I don't want to surround myself necessarily. If I'm getting C's, I don't want to surround myself with someone getting A stars because they know so much more information than me that it's annoying. Um, But do make sure you get the work done. And at the end of the day, you're the most important. Don't let someone affect what you do. Because I used to do that, like, as an example, like I said, I didn't use to revise when that girl said she didn't revise. Because I thought, okay, well, I'm not going to be the lowest in the class. I ended up being one of the lowest in the class because she did go home and revise. It made you feel comfortable, right? I was like, oh, well, okay, I won't do it, she's not going to do it, we'll we'll both go down together. (laughs) Yes, please, please don't do that because everyone will revise. Um, That's it, don't fall for it, please. So, um... Yeah, look at look, just reflect on you. What's the biggest issue for you right now? Is it is it do you know for a fact you come in and you're distracted by your friends in which case you need to move? Do you know for a fact that you're nervous to ask questions in class in which case either you know um for these next 60 days get that bravery and ask questions or like Eliza says cool, stay behind for a lesson maybe ask privately or go home and work on it yourself, okay? But figure out what is your even get a piece of paper right now. What's my top three things? What are three things for me? If I change, I'll improve my grades by the time my real GCSEs come along. For me, it was turn up on time, stop sitting next to people who distract me, and start actually doing some revision outside of school. Yeah. And one made of a mine was difference. stop losing your books. <laughs> like, I lost my books on a daily occurrence. And let me tell you, that was horrendous when it got to my GCSEs because you'd have all these random books with like three pages and you're like, oh, well, I was halfway through an exercise here and then the next day I got back to the same lesson to carry on and it's in another book. So please make sure that you do bring your books to lesson. So true. Or worse, you use a piece of paper for that lesson. Oh, and my gosh. And then you just chuck gone. that in the bin. Yeah. Um and that's something that you need to carry on for the rest of your life, not just for your GCSEs. I continued to lose my stuff till I got to A-levels. And I used to flip through folders and be like, okay, I was halfway through that. And unless you have someone, like a really good friend that can sit with you and talk through that papers all the time, which I know we all can say that we have, we don't. Because for someone to sit there with you for five hours explaining three pieces of paper is long or to find that teacher who's willing to photocopy someone's notes, and they're not yours, they're not your own opinion. You might say, what on earth is she going on about here? And then you need to ask them. 
I know our friends are kind, but that some of them are not that kind. I would not want to sit with you for five hours to talk you through a paper. Kamal's very different. Kamal would talk with you for five <laughs> hours. I wouldn't. Um, so, yeah, please make sure you keep your papers. Please make sure that you understand what's going on when you make your notes. Because mm. I've made some notes and it's been like a lot of and dot 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 well what does what on earth does that mean do you know what i mean so please please make sure that you keep your books you keep your paper you remember to turn up with that book to listen because it is is important and your teachers will nag you and i may sound like your teacher but trust me it's for a reason it's not just because they want to save money in keeping some books it's genuinely for a reason it's time to step up basically you know and take that responsibility for yourself yeah. Sit down and evaluate yourself. What's going well for you? What's not going well? What's going to stop you? And are you honestly working at 100%? I know for a fact you're probably not. <laughs> like when I go around these, everyone who, who said that they, did, they, they felt their mock results didn't represent them also said they weren't honestly working at 100%. So it's time to step up. And even if you, you know yourself I mean? sat there, revised for hours on your mocks and you walked away with not good grades at all because I know some people out there that that do do that and I sometimes do that I revise on a subject for ages and I walked away with not a good grade and you may lie to someone and say oh yeah I didn't try my hardest but you may have but trust me just put in that same effort because the next time you will move up two grades because the same effort needs to be put in. And believe me, if you didn't put that much revision in, you would have got a much lower grade. It's not saying that you're not intelligent. It's just saying, well done for the work that you've put in, but you need to continue putting that hard work in. And look at the things that you've got wrong. That's it. And please switch up your revision method. Don't just use a revision book. Like, create mind maps, use colours, use post-it notes, create flashcards, do role plays, create songs i know just get a little bit creative with it i say that because english literature i was not my best subject at all i was all about english language being creative i didn't like reading and and assessing books and all that kind of i love english literature (laughs) so for me i got an a star in english literature why because of my revision my revision technique genuinely me and my friends did role plays in class we did role plays because we had to write scripts act it out that kind of thing and it was hilarious to watch some of my friends act when it came to the exams, they said, how did this character feel? I knew because I remembered it because it was so funny and it was so fun to do that I just remembered it way more than reading it in a revision book. So please experiment with a revision. Have some fun with yeah. it. Do experiment. Some, if someone asks me right now, what's your like learning technique? I don't know what it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah, like your learning style. Your, yeah, your learning style, your revision technique. I would not have a clue there are some things that i could look at it find it very interesting learn it straight away because Mm. it's interesting there's other stuff e.g maths where i can look at it for hours and hours i could write it down i could try and think of a song for three hours of the time i would have wasted that time because i still do not understand it however answering non-stop questions a book full of just algebra questions I will suddenly remember it. Me too. It was the constant, constant past papers, past papers, past papers, And that's all I did in maths. I was expected an E in my maths. I then got a B. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's not amazing, but trust me, when I got that that grade, I was over the moon because I thought, (laughs) I don't even think I know my times tables, let alone algebra, let alone 
Pythagoras, nothing that I'm going to use in later life, but I didn't even think I knew that. But due to the amount of past papers that I had done, I knew it. So you may not know what your learning technique is. Please don't worry about that because still to this day, I'm 20 years old, I do not know what my learning technique is. It baffles me. However, Experiment. try and just, and maybe yes, just answer questions when it comes to math, when it comes to science, because one of those questions will come up in your exam paper. If you do 10 science papers, you're bound to find at least five of those questions in one of your exam papers. But there's not many questions to ask you. The books for science aren't that massive. Um, and the awesome thing about past papers is you get to learn the style of answers you need to do. Yeah. And you also get used to managing your time, which is so important. So you know that, oh, okay, if I spend this long on the big question, I've got this long for the little questions and so on. So it really does you favours to practice. So please, switch up your revision, get colourful, get creative, put music in, pass papers, etc. And just spend these next, you know, this last sprint. You've been in education for 11 years. Don't let yourself down on this last sprint and be consistent. I'm talking, if you leave from this podcast, you go and work at 70% of your potential, but you do that consistently, I salute you. Don't go and work at 100% for like the next two weeks and then go back to being average. That's, that's pointless. So come away from this. I hate the word average. A uh, B is not average. If you are getting E's, a B is not average. Don't that's let it. anyone tell you that you're average because you're not. 100%. And like I always say, aim a little higher. I'm not here to tell everyone to get A stars. If you did, it'd be awesome. Like, we get some great reviews on the podcast. But <laughs> it's not about that. I'm saying if you genuinely right now are happy with getting Cs, I want you to go into school on Monday like you want Bs. Why? Because if you work at that pace, you're definitely going to hit the Cs. And in a few subjects, you'll hit the Bs. If you're thinking, I'll be happy with Bs, go in and work for an A. What will happen is you'll go for that A, and if it goes a little bit wrong, you get that B you wanted, or you surprise yourself and get the A. That's all I did. I just raised that standard and aimed a little bit higher than I did before. So assess where you're at. What are your weaknesses? What habits do you have right now that are going to stop you from achieving the grades you want? What can you do to change those habits and actually go and achieve the grades you want? Okay? Go and talk to your teachers. Find out their opinions. Look through the past papers. And most importantly, don't give up. Right now, please do not give up. That mock result is not telling you... You're not allowed to anyway. You're, you're literally not allowed <laughs> you to. Take your exactly. So you might as well put in all the effort. <laughs> My gosh. But don't look at that mock paper and say, oh, I'm a failure. No, you're not. You're a work in progress. That mock is just saying there's something not quite right. Can we figure it out now before the real thing? That's all it is. It's like the... the um, what's it called? The dress... What's it called? The dress rehearsal. The dress rehearsal before the show. You know, where you put everything real on stage and you do it as if it if it's the real thing and they tell you what's gone wrong. So, yeah, please, still keep that self-belief. I promise you, if you make those changes and you stay focused for these next 60 days, this last run, it will be so worth it. And then I'm I'm pretty sure you get something crazy like three months off school. Like, the gap is so... The, the school I, I was just know, at... I don't know, though, because they have to come back for their... A level, like, I don't know, in my then? school. No, in my school, I had to come back before then. Really? To start learning my A-level stuff. Oh, Boring. You, yeah. Um, well, yeah she, went, <laughs> she went to a private school, so, you know, that's, that's what happened in private Wait. school. <laughs> um, but that might not happen, I don't know. Uh, I got, like, three and a half months off. <laughs> it was amazing. It was the longest. I'm not going to lie, I got bored. Like, but, <laughs> but it was, honestly, 
after that, it's that's it. You never study Imagine a subject you don't want to study and you again. Three and a half months off. I'd be upset. How rubbish would upset. that be? But thankfully, it was summer, which meant Thanks swimming to our pool. That it's summer. Yeah. Well done. I did something for I'm us. Glad I thought about that. <laughs> Sorry, really random, but I'm just quite happy about that for you guys. For real. So go and hit the swimming pools. Go and have some fun. But put this last bit of work in. And then chill, relax, Cash enjoy going, yourself. Hit the pool, like hit the you've got pool. one in your back garden. Hit the pool. <laughs> hit the paddling pool. Back in the day, it was the Lido. But, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. So don't, yeah. Hey. If you go to the Lido, I apologise. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. Um, if not, a pool. If I genuinely did, you'd get a paddling pool out. Yeah, get the paddling pool out. We used to use guns and get each other absolutely. Yeah, water guns. So you got the Euros. If you're into football, that's going to be quite exciting. Eliza's well, giving me a face like, like, what are you talking about? Why are you talking about Euro millions? Like, oh, wow, well, I thought it was about the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, seriously, guys, like, please, make it, make, make it count. Like, step up. It's that time. Step up. And, oh, the last thing, the last thing. If you're someone like me who, once you start playing FIFA, or you start watching Netflix, you've got quite an addictive personality and you don't want to come off it, get the important stuff done first. So, like, come home, get the revision done, then chill for the rest of the evening. If you're someone who knows they can come home, chill, eat, later on do That's some me. work, like Eliza can, then cool, do that. But if you're someone who is also like me, where you lie to yourself, you're like, yeah, I can go home, chill, and then and then do it. And then it's, like, 10 o'clock, and you're like, oh, do you know what, I kind of want to go to bed now. Please get it done beforehand. Even if that means not going home and just going to the library to force yourself to do it, just get it done before you get trapped in the netflix and the fifa because it's impossible to play one game of fifa it just can't happen um i just want to say that um don't get to the point where you've got your revision in front of you and you realize this is a subject i strongly dislike i suddenly need a wee (laughs) (laughs) so then you're like oh i shouldn't just well this is me i shouldn't just go for a wee i should have a drink before i go for a wee go all the way down to the kitchen come back Mm -hmm. up go for a wee oh no you're then like oh i'm hungry and then you're like oh do you know what i should really sort out my washing like random stuff that realistically in your life you never do like oh let's tidy my room yeah right exactly so make sure you go into a space that's nice and tidy Mm -hmm. that um not your bedroom. The amount of students who told me this week they study in their bedroom, lying on their bed. No, don't. <laughs> don't. Your bed is just there saying sleep. Sleep. Let's just sleep. Don't. Please don't do it there. Um, make sure that you don't put music on that you like. I mean, to me, I love Beyonce. And when I used to revise Beyonce, what happened was I used to stand up and do my single ladies dance. Mm-hmm. I am not used to revise. I used to sing along with her because I thought I was. Beyonce. Yeah. Um, don't do that. Listen to music that, not necessarily classical music, I know people will say that really helps you. Just listen to music that. Movie soundtracks. That's what or I you do. listen to House sometimes, don't you? Yeah, one of the two, actually, yeah. So when I was writing my book, movie soundtracks, I don't know why, it just fired me up. It was like, dun, 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 like really dramatic. Or yeah, house music because there's not much words and it's still like yeah. upbeat. Like, dun, 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 dun. But I don't know, there's no words in it. And yeah, it's just funky. So figure out what works for you but probably yeah. not your favourite song because no. you will sit there like what do you mean like that's not helping you focus hopefully not in that awful singing voice I think I can sing and everyone else needs to get it ears tuned okay <laughs> so, <laughs> in the whole world everyone in the world guys thank you so much for listening again and I would love to wish you all good luck for your um, GCSEs but I don't I don't wish you any luck whatsoever at all even slightly mean
mean? Like, not very motivational. No, I literally wish you no luck at all. Uh, I think luck is for people who like are going to be average and hope something goes well. What I will say is go out there and please make it happen. All right? I'd say break a leg. Not literally. Um, but I don't oh, yeah, say you, good luck. Uh, I say see, break a leg. Actress, instead. actress. You act, that's like a... a break a, a leg. Theater, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you can either break a leg or make it happen. <laughs> Whichever one works for you. But... If you have any questions at all, like hit us up on Twitter. Uh, it's at Kamal Hyman. Um, on Instagram, follow Aim a Little Higher. And if you have any or questions, me. of course, www.aimalittlehigher.com. And of course, you can message Eliza and ask her questions as well. That's Eliza.doyle on the Instagram. Yay! Instagram. I'm going to make that a thing, Instagram. People are going to start saying it. Yeah, I've seen it on your Instagram before. Yeah, yep. there are I students. Don't... There are students jumping on this. It's Insta Grizzle. Yeah, it's not gonna catch on. To it me. will. You watch. You watch. So yeah, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening. If you would like some continued support, feel free to go to aimlothigher.com, sign up to join the tribe, and we'll be sending out motivational emails and exclusive videos and exclusive competitions and just some cool stuff to keep you motivated and keep you moving forward. Competition. I feel like I'm in a competition with you about who's gonna get the most questions. <laughs> Eliza.doyle Eliza.doyle on Instagram <coughs> I'm a little high on Instagram so guys again thank you very much um, you might want to listen to this episode a few times because we've thrown quite a lot of information at you um, but yeah just you know when you're walking your goldfish listen to this that kind of thing and <laughs> I wish you no luck at all but guys go out there make it happen thanks for listening hope you've enjoyed this Sunday edition of the Q&A we're not actually answering a question, so, you know, I won't call it a Saturday Q&A. It's the Sunday message. Sunday, Sunday message? Sunday, Sunday help. Pre- Sunday helpline. Oh, it's like Dear, dear Deirdre kind of thing. No, no, that's Agony Aunt. Agony Aunt. Yeah, that's the one. It's like your Agony uncle and no, aunt Sunday. No, because Agony Aunt still have questions. Oh, right. They don't just answer random things. Right, got you. Basically, right, I went out this week, I saw an issue, I wanted to address it, and I did it on Sunday. That's it. Sunday address. Sunday address. It's like the Queen's speech. Thank you for taking part in this Sunday address. We will return to your normal programming this week. So stay tuned for more inspirational podcasts. Guys, make it happen. Peace. Ciao. The inspiration doesn't stop here. Visit www.aimalittlehigher.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. 